Oh, yeah, we're back at it again with another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. I am your host, RIC, and a place to be, Rick Saratella, telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL Draft since 2002. It's what we do. Go check us out, NFLDraftBible.com. And we got another great name for you to know for the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft. It's what we've been doing, counting you down to the 2018 NFL Draft down there in Dallas. Destination Dallas, just 74 days away. And, of course, we're getting ready to embark upon the NFL Scouting Combine just two weeks from now. Indianapolis NFL Draft Bible will be on location, bringing you the balls-to-the-wall coverage that you need to know there in Indianapolis. Of course, we'll have the National Scouting Combine our own separate event that we're holding and conducting in a lead-in to the NFL Scouting Combine. So if you're interested in learning more information about that, email me, RIC, at NFLDraftBible.com. Today's show is brought to you by Pressure Sports Athletic Wear. Check them out, Pressure Clothing, uh, new sponsor of the show. So we're happy to have them on board. And today uh, we have another Combine snub, another under-the-radar prospect. He is Mike Stevens from North Carolina State. He's going to join us here in just a second or so, wrapping up a workout, coming off a workout. And, of course, the NFL draft preparation process is uh, underway. We're about, oh, about six weeks in, you know, first week of January. People start preparing for the NFL Combine and their Pro Day workout. So we're about six weeks into the process two weeks until the combine. And then when we come back from Indianapolis in March, the pro day circuit will be well underway. So we're just waiting for Mike to call in. I'm going to shoot him a quick reminder. We are live on the air here at the NFL draft Bible. Dot com. All right, so we have the text out while we're waiting for Mike. Let me just tell you that we're crushing it at the NFLDraftBible.com. I, myself, I was on location at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. Chris Shanafelt was on location at the East-West Shrine game. Joe Everett was on location at the Senior Bowl. Between the three of us, we got you covered from front to back, from north to west, from east to south. All the recap and analysis and player interviews up there posted on the NFLDraftBible.com. You can search for days, for months, for years, maybe your whole life with all the content that's on there. I'm talking about exclusive interviews, podcasts, NFL Draft Bible Radio. Uh, we just did our live mock draft reaction show. Uh, we did combine snubs. We did our quarterback positional preview. We did two two NFL Draft Bible Radio podcasts last week. We also have another one coming at you this week. Every single day there's a new podcast, so check us out if you're listening on blogtalkradio.com. Subscribe it, like it, share it. Of course, we're on iTunes Radio there. And everything we do is posted on the NFLDraftBible.com. We also have some really cool Path to the Draft videos that we're unveiling. Uh, Just a whole bunch of players behind the scenes, what it's like. You want to know what it's like to train the NFL Draft preparation process, You want to know some of the personal stories of some of these players and their draft journeys. I think we've done an incredible job doing that. And 
you know, again, I was out in Pasadena for the seventh annual NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, had a chance to go behind the scenes and sit down with some of the top players throughout the week there. And, of course, the Parabolic Performance and Rehab NFL Draft Preparation guys, you know, we're unveiling their path to the draft up on the NFL Draft Bible website as well. And just so many good players, so many top prospects, combine snubs too. Unfortunately for this year's seniors, 130-plus underclassmen, I believe, declaring for the 2018 NFL Draft, which makes, you know, slim pickings for these combine invites. I think 326 players invited this year. Of course, about, you know, approximately 250 or so will be selected in the 2018 NFL Draft. But when you think about it, you know, the Senior Bowl is 110 guys, 130 underclassmen, only 250 getting drafted, Um, only 326 getting invited to Indianapolis, which is why the National Scouting Combine is really the next best thing to the NFL Scouting Combine. There's no NFL regional combines this year, so, hey, we're we're rolling it out. We got the laser technology from Tracer. We have, you know, physicals and medical checks being conducted. We'll have the laser times, handheld times, um, very, very unique events. And it's something we're going to continue to grow here at the NFL Draft Bible and Affiliation with Beyond Sports Network. So, again, if you want more information on that event, you can email me at rsc at nfldraftbible.com. Uh, we mentioned the Parabolic Performance and Rehab guys. You know, goparabolic.com, <clears throat> the largest. Uh, indoor training facility on the East Coast, period, bottom line. The largest. And we've got a great draft class uh, working out there each and every day. And so we try to hit you. You know, we do different content and and different platforms. We have the social media uh, network where, you know, Twitter, we, we do a good job on Twitter, posting everything that we do there. And then Facebook, you know, we'll we'll hit the Facebook Live. We'll do Periscope different there. So, is it, you know, sometimes you got to check out all of our social media platforms because we've got different things going on. Of course, the Facebook page is rocking and rolling. Oh, did I mention? <laughs> we've got a new NFLDraftBible.com website coming. Relaunch underway. I don't know how many times we've relaunched the website over the 17 years that we've been uh, covering the NFL draft, but definitely going to be the best version yet. So we're excited about that. And we've got a lot of great things going on. If you're not a subscriber to our YouTube channel, please be one. If you haven't subscribed to the blog talk radio or iTunes channel while we're waiting for Mike Stevens to dial in, maybe you could just click that, share that. We appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> and if you are a long-time listener, heck, we appreciate you even more. All the years, all the shows, all the countdowns, NFL Draft Bible Radio coming at you live on air. I think we got our guest here. So let's reset the top of the show, reintroduce our star for the evening, fresh off of a workout, joining us now on the Pressure Sportswear Hotline, on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. He is Mike Stevens, NC State cornerback. He's with us now. Mike, 
We appreciate you dialing in, my man. How you doing today? Yes, sir. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing excellent. You're with Rick Servatello here, host of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. We've been talking about you a little bit here uh, before you came on the show, and I know you're a busy man with your NFL Draft preparation, getting ready for your pro day workout coming up in just a few yes, weeks. So let's start right there. Uh, I know you're fresh off a workout. What's What's the daily workout regimen looking like for you? Obviously, a different kind of training and preparation uh, with the with the measurables and testing, the forty yard dash, and all these different type of drills. How has that process been for you thus far? Yes, sir. Well, it has definitely been a, a big adjustment from college workouts because you know here there's no class. You know, wake up. I wake up around seven a.m. Uh, go head straight to the facility, uh, drink a shake. Then we have first workout for the day. Uh, you know, sometimes it'll be speed day, and other days it'll be uh, days when we start off in the weight room and lift. So uh, we do that every day, uh, Monday through Friday. Then Saturday we come in and just lift, and then we have the rest of the weekend off. But you know, it's been a, a big adjustment. But I've definitely got uh, came down to Florida to train here. So, yeah, you talk about the measurables, testing for that, and then obviously the other part of it is, is the positional work. So what are what are the goals and expectations heading into your pro day workout? What is it that you want the scouts to take away? Do you do you want to show off in the in the testing and the measurables where you're tested with your speed? Do you want to show off your coverage skills and the positional work? What are you hoping to achieve at your pro day workout? What is the thought – and lasting impression you want NFL scouts to take away when they walk out those doors? Um, well, after my pro day, I believe scouts will be confident that uh, I'm very fast. Uh, I'm on a good time. I will have a good uh, 5 10 5 time as well. And I believe uh, I'm going to uh, do really well in the positional drills uh, with moving my hips and showing scouts that I can cover. Now, you know, a few weeks back, you had the opportunity to participate in the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl out there in Pasadena. And, you know, I did not know at the time. I came to find out afterwards. And you had a strong week throughout. But you were actually playing under the weather. I know you lost a chunk of weight heading into that event. Take us through, you know, that week, what it was like coming in, losing all that weight you know, right before the all-star event. And then where are you now? I know you've bulked up and gained some of the weight back, but just take us through the process. Take us through the NFL PA collegiate bowl experience, a a ton of great coaches to learn from. What was that like uh, that week in California for, for you? Like, well, I had flew out uh, Sunday morning and um, I actually had popped my eardrum, um, because I was in a hyperbaric chamber here at the facility, so I, I flew down to um, to Cali with a, with a bad ear, eardrum. I was under the weather as well. I was uh, before I went. I was weighing at 186, and I had went down to 170 uh, by the time I got to Cali. But the practices were well. Um, I had got really good remarks from the coaches, uh, Daryl Green. Um, as well as uh, the head guy, uh, first name Tony, um, they they said that they they thought I was uh, the best cover corner there. 
So I, I thought that was a really good compliment. And, um, yeah, throughout the week, I just feeling really sick. So I ended up not playing in the game, but I had really strong practices. And uh, I, I appreciate the NFL PA both for giving me the opportunity to play there because uh, I made a lot of new friendships as well as uh, relationships with coaches that, you know, that I never get back. So I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tony Softley there, the director of Tony the NFLPA yes, Collegiate Bowl. Yep, you got it. And Daryl Green, you know, I don't I don't know if you're old enough to remember him playing, but he's one of the best that ever did it. I mean, just being around yeah, that guy, I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, just, just being around him, I'm sure some of that greatness just rubbing off, but right. just an, uh, a, a, a lot a of knowledge. Yeah, and, and, and I got a chance to talk to him. Just a brief conversation, I felt like I learned a whole heck of a lot. So, I mean, just if you can elaborate a little bit more what that experience was, just learning. I mean, for me, Daryl Green and Deion Sanders are the best that ever did it. So, you know, I don't know what your opinion is, but, I mean, what was it like just to be around someone like that? Were you able to um, absorb any advice, gain – I mean, obviously you gained some knowledge, but – what was a lasting impression? You know, not just Daryl Green, but all the coaches out there were, were fantastic. Uh, just if you can talk a little bit more about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Daryl Green was my coach. And throughout the week, uh, he was more of a – more of coming to us more of a man type. Like, uh, he wanted to, you know, be a positive role model and spread um, how to be – how to uh, raise young men more so than more about the game itself. So – I really appreciate how he took us under the we- under his wing and uh, personally get getting to know uh, each one of us because uh, that allowed us to come together throughout the week and we and and I could personally he gave me his number personally so I could call him many times so that was a real big thing to me. That's huge. That's huge. Yes, and uh, you know, last year you had a. Uh, a couple of guys from NC State uh, over the past few seasons, but specifically that that defensive back class, that secondary group that you got going on with um, Jack Tocho and, and Josh Jones. I had a chance to talk to Josh Jones at the draft. And um, NC State, man, what, what's going on with Justin Burris and, and David Amerson? <laughs> you guys are just like Earl Wolf. Yes, you guys are just like DBU all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, we started to produce uh, some DBs. Uh, you know, I learned a lot from those guys. They taught me a lot while they were there. Um, so I really appreciate them as well. Have you had a chance to, to be in contact with any of those guys? And if you have... Uh, yes, sir. Have you... Did, I talked to... Uh, have, ha- talk to go ahead. I talked to Josh, like, every day, uh, you know, asking about the process. He's really walking me through it. Uh, Jack as well, and Justin. Justin's always been a big brother, so they all been helping me, you know, more so walk through this this process or anything. Yeah, and you know, Justin, I'm a, I'm based in New Jersey, so uh, I've watched Justin Burris grow from last year to this year. He's he's made huge strides and come a long way, and and playing a big role for the Jets this past season. So let's talk about your game, though. We've, we've been talking about the draft preparation, but you guys had a fantastic season this past year, 9-4 uh, and four mm-hmm. overall, finished in the top 25 rankings, big win over Arizona State uh, in that Sun Bowl, 52-31. to 31. You know, what is the lasting impression that this senior class is, is leaving? I'm 
Are you the first class from uh, that Coach Doran recruited? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm the first yeah, class I know he, uh, that came so, in. Yeah. yeah, so he came in 2013. You were part of that first recruiting class. What kind of legacy did this senior class leave upon? And and, and also, what kind of leadership skills uh, at NC State? Uh, uh, if you could take us through, you know, are you a – a vocal leader, lead by example, pull a guy to the side, deliver the fiery locker room speech. You know, talk about you know just being part of that first recruiting class, your 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 senior legacy, and then also your leadership skills. If you could kind of bunch that all together. Yes, sir. Well, I came in 2014. Um, it was a group of guys who we were really close. Me, uh, Bradley Chandler, Jalen Samuels, Jalen McClendon. Um, Marie's trial, you know, we we stuck together, and our whole senior class, you know, we wanted to build a foundation inside of our, our building that was never built. Like, or we built our hard work, and not talking about work, just just going to work and working hard every day. So, we definitely left our footprints at um, NC State because right now they're still uh, going by uh, hard work, hard tough together. So, we left our legacy that way. And as far as leadership, um. I was the type of guy to, to lead by example. I would never, uh, you know, be a rah-rah guy. I would just work hard. But if I knew a, a guy was slacking or if I knew a guy was, you know, getting away with things that the other team, that other people didn't know about, you know, I just pull him to the side, tell him to straighten up. But um, as far as leadership, yeah, that was definitely a leader in the secondary. Um, I, I held those guys to a, a high level. We got better throughout the season. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, people don't realize, I don't think the ACC gets enough respect personally. I mean, each week is a handful. I mean, there's no there's no really down week. And even this past year, Florida State, Syracuse, Louisville, Pittsburgh, uh, Clemson, Boston College, Wake Forest, UNC. I mean, it just it seemed like every week, even the non-conference opponents, I mean, you guys scheduled Notre Dame and South Carolina to start off the season, SEC opponent, uh, still coming out with nine nine victories. Was there a tough toughest opponent, a toughest player that you faced, uh, and not just this year, maybe in previous years, you know, whether it was an individual um, player or overall team, who, who really gave you your money's worth? I feel like Clemson always gave us our money's worth, and uh, as far as receivers, um, I had a lot of respect for Cam Phillips, Mike Williams, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, those are the receivers that you know that I thought were the best when I played them, as well as uh, Jamal Hopper. I don't know if you remember from Clemson, but he was oh, yeah. a, a tough receiver. I placed him. Yep, yep. So, so much is made about the defensive front at NC State, which you know you guys had a, a stout defense and that defensive front receiving a lot of credit, but you know, when the cornerbacks cover, it makes the defensive front easier. And, and right. sometimes a lot of those sacks are really, you know, it doesn't show up in the box score necessarily, but a lot of those sacks should be credited to the secondary because of your guys, man, on my man, coverage, but just take yes, us sir. through that NC state defense this past season that you guys, were very successful and and just take us through a little bit of what that scheme was like. Uh yeah, we, we, we prided ourselves on uh, on man coverage. You know, we 
we like to press receivers, you know. Um, out of a whole game, I'd probably play press man uh, maybe 70, 70, 80% of the game, and then we'll mix it up, you know, cover three. But um, as far as our D-line, you know, we have some great players up front, you know, a rest of quarterback as well as uh, stop the run. But we, we work hand-in-hand, you know, I feel like, um, as long as I'm holding receivers up and they're getting to the quarterback, we're working together to get the job done together. So nobody uh, really gets the credit as one person, but we work as a team, and that's what we were all about this year. Uh, there was no, you know, like, uh, nobody cocky, nobody getting all the credit. We just worked as a team uh, this year as a defense. All right, we're talking to Mike Stevens, the NC State cornerback here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, a name you definitely need to know for the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft. And, you know, Mike, you're not afraid to stick your nose in there and, and get a little bit dirty as a cornerback. I, I see you getting physical. At You know, you talk about that press man coverage uh, skill set. Uh, you're also playing physicality, bump and run coverage, uh, aggressiveness. Willing, like I said, willing to stick your nose in there, make a tackle against the run, and in addition to your coverage abilities. But if somebody's tuning in, maybe hearing about you for the first time, finding out about you, let's get the, the, the self-scouting report straight from the horse's mouth. If a, if a scout was a pop in your game film, tell us what kind of player they would expect to see. If a scout popped by game film in right now, he would get a player that plays hard every play, covers and that it's not afraid to tackle. I pride myself in, um, in locking receivers down, you know. I, I, I pride myself in my technique, staying on top of receivers, not pre- preventing a big play, uh, preventing touchdowns. Uh, I believe I've given up one touchdown two years. So, um, I mean, I, I, I would lo- like, like them to check the film because uh, the cover skills is there. So, Yeah, and, you know, allowing just, 4.33 yards per target. I think that was according to the pro football focus, folks. I mean, checking in the ACC, players not getting much yardage off of you. And seemed like, you know, you tended to thrive against top competition, uh, especially, you know, your junior season. I mean, FSU, Notre Dame, UNC, Louisville, those were a few games that I had a chance to watch, and you really did an outstanding job there. Now, this year, a little bit of adversity, um, an injury right before the season, caused you to mm-hmm. miss the first four games. Take us through what it was like to be a spectator. Obviously, not where you want to be, but what did you learn from it? How did you grow from that situation? Well, it was tough because I got hurt in fall camp um, on, on a blocking play. It wasn't even like I was covering. But, um, you know, I supported my brothers as if I was playing with them. And they had my back as well. You know, they didn't rush me to get back. Um, actually, they, they, I had the decision to redshirt or play, but I wanted to play in my senior class. So um, when I came back, um, I was like 80, 80% for like two games to 100. But uh, overall, I feel like I, I played I play re- really well to be fear or, uh, or injury-free. You know, I played like I wasn't injured at all. And most importantly, uh, the NFL scouts now, they're going to want to know, you said you played at about 80%. Where are you now? Are you full strength? Are you 100% ready to rock? Yeah, so I've been been 100% since, uh, like, my first game back from – my second game back from my injury. 
I've been 100% okay. since then, so I'm good to go. So everything's on the up and up. You're ready to rock. And do we have a pro day date set yet for the uh, NC State pro day, or is that still being worked out? Yes, there is March 19th. March 19th, so there you have it. Uh, all you NFL talent evaluators, NC State, definitely on the radar with all that talent there. Um, let's go a little bit off the field, Mike. We're talking to Mike Stevens, Jr., the cornerback out of NC State, getting ready for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. You can follow him on uh, Twitter at Mike Stevens the second Mike Stevens two Mike Stevens I I you'll figure it out you'll see him over there and uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Howard Lewis the National Sports Agency some agent representation and you're training at Bomberino Performance right now is that true Mike Yes sir Yes sir I am And I know you know your weight has fluctuated I know you were down when you were at uh, Cali down to 170 but you've played as high as 190 I believe. Where do you kind of see your playing weight at the next level? Would you like to bulk up and get stronger? Do you kind of see yourself maintaining your weight? You want to lose some weight and get faster? What's what's kind of the goal, the game plan going into the pro day and then also at the next level? Um, I've already uh, picked my weight back up. I already bulked back up to 185. So I'm looking to be around 185 to 190 in my pro day. And then I'm looking to play at the next level around 190. Okay, there you have it. So let's talk now. Charlotte, North Carolina, I see listed as your hometown. Are you born and raised in Charlotte? Did you move around a little bit? Give us a little background about yourself growing up in Charlotte. Uh, you know, when did you begin playing football? When did you realize that you have a passion for the game? And when did you realize you kind of had a special talent and you could do this professionally? Yes, sir. Well, uh, I was born and raised in Charlotte. Uh, I grew up and went through downs. It's uh, close to downtown. Then when I was like eight or nine, I moved to Huntersville. Uh, that's, and then I went to uh, Bailey Middle School, and then I went to Davidson Day High School. Uh, me and Will Greer from West Virginia attended that school, and we won big championships. Um and I, I believe my, my upbringing was, you know, it was really good. I started playing football when I was six. Uh, I was heavily involved in football and was a community. Um, I did a lot of community service growing up. So I really, uh, really involved in the community. And, you know, I really love But where does that, well, where, where does that stem from, Mike? Let's, let's spend some time on that in the community. I mean, for being such a young man and, and getting involved in the in the community early on, that's a great thing. I mean, where does that originate from? Uh, my dad is a pastor, so he would do outreaches, and uh, I would just just come on the weekends and help help the less less fortunate. Very good stuff. Talking to Mike Stevens Jr. here, NC State, and. You mentioned Will Greer. I mean, not a bad quarterback to have there in high school. And it's my understanding you played a little bit uh, a wide receiver, so I assume you were catching some of those touchdown passes from Will Greer, who who will be a NFL draft prospect next year at the quarterback position. But was his dad also the head coach there for your high school? Yes, sir, he was. Chad Greer. So, I mean uh, – did you, did you like playing wide receiver? Is 
you know, is that something that's still in the repertoire? Do you think you could do some kick returns or punt returns maybe with that offensive skill set in your background? I mean, I could definitely return. You know, I know, I know the main people. Uh, that's something I've always been good at. But as far as receivers, you know, um, I gave it up a long time ago. I was certainly a corner, but I could definitely do something when I catch a pick or, you know, catch a return. And the speed is certainly still there. I know uh, you also have a, a little bit of a track background, too, coming coming out of high school. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So, so the speed – fastest time, go ahead. Uh, my fastest time in the 100 was a 10-8, and we ran 4 by one as well. Okay, NFL team's definitely going to be uh, circling back to that. They love that track and field background and and uh we're winding down the show here with mike stevens at nc state uh kind enough to spend some time here fresh off a workout and uh just a few more mike i know you i know you're a busy man we do appreciate the time uh i know your family has the bloodlines you also have a younger brother matt who who's uh was on the team this past year also plays in the college football ranks i mean what was it like having a younger brother playing the same sport? How competitive was it? And, you know, did you let him win a few times in the backyard or, or were you just a straight-up bully and had to teach him uh, a few lessons on how to win? No, it was uh, it was always fun growing up with a brother that played the same sport as you because we always competed. Uh, I dominated pretty much until, you know, he got okay. bigger than me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was always fun. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, the uh, the Stevens family tree it does not end here. There's more on the way. But uh, for the time being, uh, Mike's getting ready for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. And, Mike, I, I really appreciate your uh, patience and time here today joining us on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Last one for you. We wrap up every show with this question, so I'll, I'll give you the stage and the platform to, to sell yourself, but an NFL general manager, if he's listening right now, uh, I want you to tell me why he should draft Mike Stevens. Uh, he should draft me because I'm a lockdown corner. Um, I gave up uh, uh, targets of 4.33 last year, and that was the second best in the ACC. I'm also confident in my game. Um, I believe that uh, getting me well, also get a, a great special teams player um, that hustles and, you know, is not afraid to make a tackle, make a play. Um, and I'm willing to buy into any team system and do anything cause or needed to win. So that's why you drive me. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He is Mike Stevens, the uh, Wolfpack cornerback. Getting ready for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. So kind to join us here, fresh off a workout at Bomberino Performance down in uh, Florida there. So, uh, Mike, please do keep us posted. I'm sure you will, and we'll keep our listening audience posted on your draft journey. But uh, once again, we appreciate the time, and sure we'll be chatting soon, my man. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, there you have it, Mike Stevens, Jr., NC State Wolfpack cornerback, uh, you know, again, this defense, outstanding. A lot of that credit going to the defensive line this past season. But when you break down the film, when Mike came back 
and played in the secondary. A lot of those sacks are credited to the, the man coverage, the quarter, the opposing quarterbacks not having time, not finding, not being able to find the open receiver, not not being able to locate a man downfield. That's because uh, Mike Stevens and that secondary, uh, just their man-to-man coverage skills, you heard him talk about almost 80% of the time playing man coverage. And when you look at the lineage, when you look at the NC State, NFL tree, suddenly, <laughs> I mean, they're putting out defensive backs, not one, not two. I mean, multiple defensive backs each and every year uh, since Coach Doran's been there. So this team's on the turnaround. I think it's the first time they've been ranked in the top final top 25 playoff rankings and 9-4 uh, and four this past season. Of course, Mike Stevens, Jr., a big part of that and part of the first uh, – recruiting class there of coach and just leaving the program in a better place than when he arrived. And that's what leaders do. And you talk, heard him talk about his leadership skills. Of course, if you're just tuning in, we'll have this interview in its entirety here on the block talk radio and iTunes channel. Of course, uh, we actually do now have a full in-depth scouting report on Mike Stevens on the NFL draft Bible.com. If you'd like to log on and learn more, about his uh, scouting report. We also have his highlights up there. We have this interview, uh, his school bio and, and career stats. And of course, you know, this past season missing four games, still registered 23 tackles there. Um, Just three career interceptions, but, you know, quite honestly, just teams really avoiding his direction. Um, A bunch of pass breakups, but a three-year starter. We didn't even talk about, 32 career starts, plenty of experience there in the ACC. And you heard him talk about some of the players he went up against and um, definitely a lot of great game films to check out. So he had an outstanding week out in California at the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. I had no idea that he was playing under those conditions and lost so much weight before arriving. So that just makes his week that much impressive. But um just another name you need to know for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. That's not getting the national media recognition that he deserves. And that's what we do here at the NFL draft Bible, bringing you the names you need to know since 2002. It's what we do. Check us out. NFL We can't stop. We won't stop. We're on fire right now. And listen, we're going to be back each and every day with a new player interview. We've got the NFL draft Bible radio show coming. Uh, so keep it locked everybody, but we appreciate everybody for tuning in And we thank Mike Stevens for his time here today. Of course, uh, any NFL teams listening that want more information, you can contact his agent, Harold Lewis, at the National Sports Agency. And you heard him talk about training at Bomberino Performance Systems leading up to his pro day workout, March 19th. So we're giving you all the information on Mike Stevens. So you have no excuses now not to sleep on this player Uh, a guy that I think you just might hear his name called on day three of that draft come April. So uh, it's been another addition for Mike, for me, the RIC, in the place to be broadcasting live from New Jersey. We'll catch you next time, everybody.